Welcome to another episode of the Ending Forever podcast. I go by to find peace, aka the Ending Forever, aka Tizzle, aka if I'm smoking weed, call me Gandhi, aka this is a new one, aka Grabba Banks, <laughs> aka I love the Toronto Raptors and Kawhi Leonard equally. Please don't ask. AKA rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle, neighborhood Nip. The marathon continues. Love to you and your family. AKA, I don't fuck with snakes. AKA, if it's love, you know it's love. And if it isn't, don't call it hate. Baby. Ah. All right, this one. Um, this one might be a little different. I don't know if it's a little different, but this, this is something that's been it's near and dear to my heart. You know, as as Budden would say. Um, so I know I want to go, but I, I honestly, I really don't have a clue how I'm going to get there. But hey, man, we've been freestyling the whole time and only positive things have been happening. So let's just uh, let's just unpack this one. I'm going to call. By the way, this is the End of Forever podcast. I believe this is episode four. Y'all can correct me if I'm wrong. And we're going to call this one The Dysfunctional Death. Let that, let that sink in for a second. This one's called The Dysfunctional Death. And I think, and always, I'm always speaking, listen, I'm for everybody. I'm for all people, right? Everyone who knows me, I got... And I and I and I even I'm not even gonna go down that. I hate when people do that. Like, it's not even gonna do that. And what I meant was, you know, like, you know, someone's just like, yo, like, um, I'm not racist. I have four black friends. You know what I mean? So I, like, I was, so I almost in a sense, I wasn't gonna say anything racist, but I almost in a sense was gonna say I'm for all people and try to explain how I'm for all people. But what's understood doesn't have to be explained. Ah. So those, you know, if you know me, you know me, and if you don't, you don't. But I'm always advocating. For my community especially in the light of everything going on you know with the black lives matter and all that but i feel like while we're on the front lines or with the higher ups and we're dealing with that i also feel like there's some things that we can address in our communities where it's only going to be received well if it comes from one of your own you know and um i guess where i'll start off with which this 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 uh this pod was going to happen either way I was already, I was already, I was already gonna, I was already gonna put in this work already. But you know, something, you know, little inspirations pop up everywhere for me. And you know, yesterday my mom's, she put me onto this movie. She was like, "Yo," she was watching it, and she was like, "Yo, have you ever seen this movie?" And I'm like, "What movie?" She's like, uh, uh, "For Colored Girls." She goes, "Check out that movie and tell me what you think." You know. In a sense, she didn't even say tell me what you think. She goes, you should watch it. I think it's like a Tyler Perry film. A lot of uh, beautiful, talented sisters in there, as well as some uh, talented brothers. Some great actors, man. I mean, just to name a few. Kimberly Elise is in this movie. She was, um, she played uh, Denzel's wife in John Q. She's legendary. She's she she should have like a few best actresses by now. You know what I'm saying? Um, but also, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, something Rashad, uh, not Ahmad Rashad's wife. You know what I'm saying? That was on the show with the, yo, with the, yo, with the, you know, with the dude. You know what I mean? Um, she's in there. Janet Jackson's in there. Um, I think Thandie Newton's in there. Um, Ghost, 
James St. Patrick, uh, Omari Hardwick's in there in a completely different role. Um, the dude from Juice. Remember the light-skinned dude from Juice? You know what I'm saying? Tupac's friend. Um, you know? He's in there in a, in a crazy, in a weird, in a way that makes me hate his character. And if I see him, I'm like, yo, if I, well, yo, when I see him, I'm like, yo, bro, you're a great actor, but I hated you in that movie, bro. I was wishing the bad things for you, bro. Like you were doing, like as, as my yo, you were doing the bad things. Like, like, but that's a good actor, you know. A good actor can make you hate them, you know. But anyway, within watching the movie, they were touching on a lot of real subjects. Now, at, at the end of the day, it's a Tyler Perry film. Shout out Tyler Perry. And um, but I, I guess the key to any good movie is that they're going to touch on real subjects. But at the end of the day, it's a movie. You know, you have to entertain the audience, but. I think a lot of times certain movies touch on real subjects, but maybe they'll take it to the extreme because it's a movie, right? So when you watch it, or if you watch it, I'm not saying that some of the things you're seeing is to the extreme, but underneath it is real content and real things that occur. But again, it's a movie and you know they're gonna take it to the extreme in some cases, and in some cases it's not the extreme, but in watching after watching that movie and getting mad and like really taking it in it just further um solidified what i was gonna do on this pod because i was it was already on my mind and i think what we need to dive into and again i'm not an expert okay you know i've gone to college and shit like that but i'm not like university educated i'm not a scholar i'm not a historian you know what I mean? But I'm just speaking. And, you know, if if I speak on some things and, you know, you want to um, give me some insight or some, you know, have, have some advice or you think, you know, want to fact check me, then cool. But based on this subject matter, it's probably best if you're if you're of my uh, melanin. Because, <laughs> you know, but anyway, unpack that. What I want to talk about is the. I want to do essentially a deep dive into the psychological, emotional, and physical trauma in the black communities. Okay? And I'm speaking for my community. So if you want to listen, you can listen because what I say can apply to a lot. These things happen in all communities, but I'm specifically speaking to my community, my people. All right? There's been so much that we've dealt with from a psychological, emotional, and physical traumas from way, way back in the day. And, yo, this goes back to slavery, in my opinion. Okay? Um, you know, when they used to have, you know, certain slaves that were working in the fields and certain slaves that would work in the house. And the ones that usually were in the house, from what I understand, might be the fairer skinned, might be the more prettier on paper, handsomer on paper. Handsomer is not even a word, but you know what I'm saying? They would have them up in the house. And the strong, you know, the people that had the strength and maybe weren't, the house type you know they had them in the field and i think even from back then again this is just me speaking from what i've what i know and you know i feel like even from back then they were putting us against each other bro people in the field like man those people in the house bro like you think they're better than us you know what i'm saying or you know the people in the house might you know they start working around white people and they start getting access to things that people in the field don't and maybe they start thinking that they're better and it's like, it's not intentional. It's just life under ridiculous circumstances. And that's a whole nother topic. But I just want to bring it back that that, psych, that that trauma 
even after slavery ended and all that shit, it lingers. It lingers and it lingered in our communities. And I feel like we haven't fully recovered from, there's like, uh, is there, is there's almost like there's a bit of divisiveness where it's like, we're still kind of, and now I'm not speaking for everybody, you know, because right now, especially in these days, there's a, a lot of people that are doing, you know, amazing and beautiful things in our community and promoting like, so I'm not like, I'm not like the first person that's like talking about this or whatever. Like there's, there's so many amazing positive things happening. And what I'm talking about, people right now are out actively, you know, trying to, you know, do the things that I'm talking about or whatever. But I just felt like it, it was some very important, it's, it's near and dear to my heart. And I think it's something we got to talk about, you know? And I think that shit has lingered you know, in our communities. And sometimes it gets in the way of us working together because I feel like in a sense, we're all, everyone's trying to survive. Everyone's trying to make it. And it's almost like, you're just like, man, I'm just trying to get to the top of the mountain, bro. Like, yo, like I've been through so much shit. Fuck all, fuck everybody else, man. Like I'm trying to get to the top, bro. I can't, you know, we don't want to help nobody. You don't want to give no game. You're just like, yo, I got to get mine, bro. Which in a sense, you do have to get yours. But I think that, plagues our community sometimes is um i think it traces back to them and i just think the psychological aspect of that affects our ability to actually build and work together and i think that's a narrative that a lot of people are trying to change now because not only are we going to take on racism not only is it black lives matter and all that but there's a lot of healing and a lot of things that we need to um we need to work on in our own communities you know and it's cool like not cool i mean it's okay that we've been through but it needs, i think it needs to be addressed and i think like it's crazy it's like okay i'm trying to break it down it's like like um kids for example right you might have you might have your kids and i'm just speaking on i'm just speaking i'm speaking for the community man stop me when i stop telling the truth um you know you might have kids and kids in a certain environment they might be good kids but and you might give them um, good values and teach them well at home, but you know, once they go outside and they're in these communities and they're dealing with certain, sometimes they're dealing with things that you don't even know that they're dealing with, pressures and all type of stuff. And that affects their psychological, emotional, and sometimes physical well-being. And you know, your kids might change right in front of you. You're like, damn, and you don't understand it, but that's one aspect. Or the parents, your parents, like we don't know our parents. We only know what our parents tell us, bruh. We only know what they tell us, you know, and I'm, I'm sure things will get unpacked, but you don't know what kind of emotional, psychological or physical traumas they went through. And all of a sudden you come along and, you know, perhaps they're young and they're like, yo, OK, well, I'm still dealing with all this. But, yo, I got this this life I got to take care of. So they do the best that they can. But again, that's another aspect, you know, or you might have siblings, you know, who came up the hard way, you know, and maybe one sibling had it a little bit better than the other and the other sibling went through more and maybe there's some there's some there's some psychological emotional and physical shit going on there so it's like there's a lot of that going on and i'm, I'm talking about like in our communities like the ones where there's a little bit more poverty there's a little bit more you know um, violences you know things like that i think that's a lot of it's, it's, it's kind of passed down in a sense um like, like I was saying before, advertently or inadvertently, I said that on um, I said that on the last pod. And um, 
I just think I understand it, yo. I understand it, but we got to find a way to overcome that because what I'm seeing in other communities, right? And I'm not going to speak on, you know, specifics in this day and age. You know what I mean? You got to you, you got to you got to move a certain way, but I'll say in other communities, okay? They're working together and they look out for their own. You know what I'm saying? And you might go into these communities and shoot. It's like they got their own little city within the community, within the city. Right? And because they they know how to work together. And I think, again, I, I think we work together. We're doing a, a, an amazing job now in 2020. And over the last few years, I've seen so many positive things, especially from our influencers and the leaders and celebrities, like, you know, or just people that have, have, are in positions of power. I've seen a lot of stuff going on that's speaking to exactly what I'm talking about, you know? But, you know, we just need, we need to overcome, you know, we need to like, we got to shift that mindset that they that they instilled in us negatively to keep us down. Uh. You hear me? So now, you know, there's a way. There's a way. It's never too late, man. It's never too late. You know, it's never too late. Like I even think like I remember. Like, just think about it. Right. Imagine like, you know, your family history, right? A lot of my friends that are not of color or whatever, you know, your family history, you know, you trace your lineage back and, you know, maybe you're, you know, you can go back through the family tree and see all these connections. And maybe you were, you know, families originally from here and maybe they were this and that. Well, let, let, let me draw some game on you. What if you found out your family history and you realized that your great, 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 great grandfather you see a document that shows that when it says um, place of birth, there's not even a fucking city on there, bro. It just says born into slavery. Feel me. Imagine what that does. I'm not saying there's anything negative, but imagine having that kind of awareness of your own history. The physical, psychological and emotional traumas, yo, we have to overcome and it's not easy, but we got to work together, you know, and, you know, we've, we've done wrong to each other in certain ways. We've snaked each other in certain ways. We've stolen from each other in certain ways. I'm just speaking, at, you know, for the collective, for all of, you know what I'm saying? Like we've hurt each other in different ways. We might've harmed each other in real way, whatever, but yo, it's not just about fighting racism. It's not just about incoming to empower and to build. We also, there also needs to be some healing. There also needs to be some you got to look at your brother like a human being. You know, when we're dealing with each other, when we have differences, when we have disagreements, you know, instead of taking it to the extreme, which I understand that, shoot, but we got to think twice about it, bro. We got to think twice about it. You know, um, I had two people, you know, say some things, um, Obviously, you guys know how much I love Nipsey. I love that. I love that man. You know, that was that was a strong, intelligent, enlightened brother. You know, and I didn't even know him, but that still affects me. You know what I'm saying? Like when I listen to his album or I'm watching his interviews, I'm like, how did he take this guy from us, man? And 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 again, I don't know the specifics, 
But in the end, it was his own. It was one of his own that took him out. And who knows the politics behind? I'm not getting into it. But I had another friend of mine say one time, he's like, yo, do you know that if something happens to me out here, it's probably going to be at the hand of my own kind? Do you know how real that is? So, and that's a separate conversation. Don't come at, yo, let me tell you something right now. Don't listen to what I'm saying and come at me on, yo, um, hey, bro. I'm talking to my community, bro. Don't come, don't come in on no. Yo, we're talking about Black Lives Matter and the police, but look what y'all are doing. To- hey, bro, if you don't, if you don't move from here, bro, uh, so y'all listening? It's important, yo. We have to empower. We have to build, but we also have to forgive and we have to heal, and we have to look at each other like human beings, like brothers. We're all like an extended family. So when there's disagreements and things might be taken to the extreme or things are going all the way left, I need you to look at your brother, look at your sister and take a deep breath and go, all right, this is, this is, this is, yo, it's my people, man. Okay. Like there's gotta be some sort of alternative option. How can I at least try to find another, another way, try to find another solution. Do it, man. Because this is your family at the end of the day. It's family fighting family in certain situations. And like, we can't do that, yo. And that's, that's deep too. That's almost like a double entendre, nigga. Do you rap, nigga? Hmm. We're family fighting family. We can't have that, bro. We can't have that. Okay? We can't win the war if we're fighting amongst ourselves. Not that we're trying to win any war, but you understand what I'm saying? So yes, it's a, it's a, it's a big time right now to, to combat racism. We're, we're great people. We're a good people, but... There's some healing, yo. There's some forgiveness. There's some... We can't keep that same cycle that they instilled in us going. You know what I mean? We can't do that. You know? So that was just... That's just it's one of those things that was just on my heart to say is that, yo, we have to empower. We have to build. We have to do all these things. But, you know, we have to figure out a way. You know, we have to figure out a way to... In a sense, there has to be a dysfunctional death. We got to cut that, you know. And I, I get it. It's not. It's, it's not. It's not. It's not easy. It's not easy to forgive. It's not easy to like. When, yo, you got a you got a bunch of people going through psychological, emotional traumas, and uh, psychological, emotional, mental traumas, and then you put them in an impoverished situation with limited resources. You know that's just a ticking time bomb and i get it but we have to find a way to overcome you know it builds character we're stronger than we think we are we're smarter than we think we are we're more powerful than we think we are so we have to but we have to fix the issues we have amongst ourselves which is a result of that stuff that i was saying in the beginning that's just been passed down passed down passed down you know what i mean and even after slavery, they just kept bringing in new forms of slavery, incarceration, you know. And again, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to I'm not going to be too long winded on things that I don't like. I, I'm only speaking on what I know. And you see how I stop. Like if I if I don't know too much more, I'm not going to go 
that far into it, but I'm just, hey, hey bruh, I'm throwing paint at the wall and seeing what sticks, baby. But we gotta, we gotta start loving each other, which, we, which we do, I'm, and, and we do in a lot of ways. But, bro, I want this shit to go, like, I want this to be full circle. Like, yeah, there's some of us, but all of us need to be on the same page. We're gonna have our differences. We're not gonna agree, but before we start harming each other or disrespecting each other, you know, we just need, and I'm speaking for myself too, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not outside the box, I'm in, you know, like, <laughs> that's funny. My mind state is troublesome because sometimes you can think that you're thinking outside the box only to realize that you find yourself in another one, nigga. That's just, that, that's, that's just some bars for you. Unpack that. But I'm not, but what I'm saying is I'm not, I'm speaking for the, for the community, but I'm also speaking to myself. Because I'm not going to ask anybody to do anything that I won't do myself. So I'm almost, this is almost therapeutic to me, in a sense. And I'm sharing it with my people because, yo, I'm telling you, man. As I said, I see gold at the top of the mountain and we got to climb, but we got to be on the same page as we're climbing the mountain or, yo, we're going to, someone's going to snake, snake, snake their mans on the way up the mountain. Oh, yo, this guy's trying to get to the top of the mountain. Let's snake him. Nah, bro. No. Because of what we've, you know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yo, we have to, this pod may not even be that, be that, um, that long, to be honest, but. It was just something that was, and there might even be a part two to this, because I know some of my people are going to hear this, and they might, yo, they might want to chime in, you know what I'm saying? And we'll organize it in a business-oriented way, and in a real way, but that's just something that was just on my mind, yo. You know, we're a beautiful people, you know? We're a beautiful culture, you know? And we've been through so much like like all other cultures right because you know you're, you're gonna get those uh suckers i would say that are gonna listen to this and be like oh well in my community yo bro stfu okay another thing uh, i want to speak on and then, yeah, this is not gonna be too long right um and then, then we'll get into some fun stuff after akon Right? I love Akon. I love everything that that brother's doing. And I'm not even going to say anything, but he, he, he's, he almost says something along the lines of, you know, he's African. He's from the motherland. So his perspective is a little different because, well, no, he, but he's li- he lived in the States for a long, so he, he's from the motherland. He, he runs the motherland basically, but he's also lived in the States for a time. And, you know, he sees, you know, he, he sees the mentality of people in the States compared to Africa. So I respect his views. I respect his opinion. But one of the things he said is he feels like, you know, black people in North America should just kind of get over, get over slavery. Like, just, just, just get over it. Like, and he said, he didn't, he didn't say it light. It was real what he said. He's like, yo, like we have, he goes, you can't, he almost said, if we keep focusing on the past, how can you move forward? And he says, yo, um, he's like, and, if, and he goes, if anything, just move to Africa, bro. That's a bar. He's like, yo, come to Africa. You're the you're the majority. 
and you don't have to feel the type of things you know what i'm saying and i and that's real but i respectfully disagree on a certain on a certain thing that he said i don't believe we should forget slavery bro because how the fuck are you going to know where you're going if you don't know where you come from if you don't know your history that's going to define your character if you know who you are and you know your history and you know what what, what you what you come from then it may not be easy to bit it may not be easy to bear it may not be easy to digest but once you digest that shit and you build up back your strength and you stand up you're a whole you're on a whole different kind of time so akon i love you king respect king to all that you're doing um you know for the for for, for black people especially in africa it's beautiful it's beautiful what you're doing and nigga get back in the studio man we need some more music <laughs> But love but that's just where i kind of disagree with him in a sense right but um but yeah man it, that was just on my heart man it was on my heart and i'm gonna say it bro you know you know the end of forever podcast i don't care i'm gonna speak my mind you know and um i i, I hope there were some gems in there you know i see we're only at about 25 minutes but, you know, every pod doesn't have to be 40, 45 minutes. You know, it just depends on the subject matter. But this one, this one was important, you know, and sometimes it's good. Give you a little short listen. You know, you might be working or you might be, you know, in the middle of something. Sometimes you don't got time to listen to something for 40, 50 minutes, you know. So that was that. that that's what I got to say on that. You know what I mean? And I hope there were some gems in there. I hope you feel me. You know what I mean? I hope you understand what I was trying to get at and what I'm talking about, especially people from our communities and i hope that even for people that are not of color what i was talking about about not fighting amongst ourselves and yo that can apply to yo you know maybe and i'm talking to a community to a people in a sense but that might apply to your life maybe within your own family or with your 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 the people you associate with or whatever like there's gems in there bro you know like they say there's no i in team like we have to work together you know what I'm saying? So that's that. You know what I mean? 26, 26 minutes and what? 15 seconds. Yeah. I'll leave it there. But now let's have some fun. I'm a freestyle. I've been freestyling. But I want to shout out. <laughs> I was watching for Color Girls. I see all these beautiful, beautiful sisters in there. And I started thinking, yo, you know, you know who my, my who's still my celebrity crush? Like the celebrity crush, crush it. Like I'm different. Like I, I don't have like these like, you know, like in some cases, like a, a you know, just the, the new actress or something will come out, and then you know, people have a like. I don't know. I'm like I still love who I loved from when I was young, and I just want to give a shout out because you got to manifest. You got to manifest your dreams. One day I'm gonna sit down and talk with this beautiful woman, in a sense, who's like my OG, Sanaa Lathan. You know, to me, she's like my ex girlfriend. I think the first time I seen Sanaa was in Love and Basketball. If you haven't seen Love and Basketball, don't talk to me. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's a classic. You know? Sanaa Lathan and she's uh, with Omar Epps, another legend. But, you know, just after seeing those beautiful sisters and for color girls, I was like, yo, I just thought about Sanaa Lathan. Like, I still love you, Sanaa. <laughs> oh, man. Everything about that, that woman is just... Mm, mm, mm. But, you know, one day, hopefully I can sit down and respectfully say that I appreciate you and we can discuss her work and, 
you know, maybe I'll learn something from her, you know. But I had to, I had to, I had to send a shout out to, to Sanaa Lathan. Um, what else was I going to say? The NBA playoffs kick off today. Chia. There's going to be a lot of trash talking going on. Oh, you guys know. You guys already know, man. Bring, bring that basketball smoke, man. Let's go. It's so funny. <laughs> my dad and my siblings and my brothers, you know. Um, my sister, too. My little sister, too. But she's not, you know, she, she's not. She's it's usually the boys that, are, you know, we're on that basketball stuff. But it's so funny. Like, so you guys know how I feel about Kawhi Leonard, right? You guys know how much I love Kawhi Leonard. My brother, my, my other brother, um, Jay, he's more like, I think he's kind of in the middle. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he'll listen to this and maybe he'll he's kind of like, I love Kawhi. He likes Kawhi, too, but he likes some other players. But he's kind of like in the middle. He's kind of neutral. He kind of like. But me, I'm Kawhi Leonard and Toronto Raptors all day. That's why I'm going to be so conflicted. Ooh, should I say this on the pod? I don't know if I want to say this, but I always told you that I'm going to keep it a buck. Didn't I say that? Fuck. All right. Don't let me forget that point. But okay, let me just unpack this. You know how conflicted I'm going to be if the Toronto Raptors and the L.A. Clippers see each other in the finals? You got my favorite player on planet Earth. You know, first it was Jordan. Then it was A.I. Then it was Vince. Then it was Kobe forever. And then now it's Leonard. Like, I ride for my guys. So, but the Toronto Raptors are my favorite team. That's why I wish he would have stayed. But either way, he did what he had to do to inspire. He didn't do it on his own. Yep. And don't make me throw some stats at you. Yo, don't let me yo, don't let me open this bag and throw some stats at you. Like, like, that, that's not, here's the thing, yo. Yes, the Toronto Raptors this year are in championship mode. They are a better team than last year. Well-rounded. I think they have they they broke some record, like the first team since 73 or 74 to have like five players averaging 15 points a game. That's hard. But niggas. What pisses me off is when people act like the trade for Kawhi Leonard didn't inspire and lead that. You can't talk to me if you think any different. You can't. So what I'm saying is that's why I have that true conflict because I'll throw some stats at you. A couple of my friends know I got some. Yo, if you look at the numbers that Kawhi Leonard put up for us in every game, even games where we shouldn't have won, you better put some respect on that man's name. It wasn't just Kawhi. Yeah, I know it wasn't. He, <coughs> excuse me, I had a cough there. We're going to keep it moving. Yes, one man can't beat a whole team. But that killer instinct, that mentality that <laughs> don't get too high, don't get too low. Yo, it, it, it transcended to the not transcended. That's not the right word. It's it sprinkled down or it was passed on like he had that mindset. And if you're around a guy like that, how can you? You're like, oh, yo, oh he's on a different kind of time. He's won a championship already. All right, let's see what they followed suit. And they won a championship. And unfortunately for us, fortunately for him, he decided to go home. But he left them with something, bro. Now you guys are NBA championships. Love. We're always going to have respect for each other because we won a championship together. I'm going home. And I'll see y'all in the playoffs. That's No one's ever done that. That's real. It sucks. But now look at the Raptors. Now look at these guys. Now the mindset I'm talking the mindset that he instilled, bro. Now when you see now this year, so when they approach it this year, they're like, yo, we're NBA champions, yo. These guys are yo, let's go. Now all of these guys are they're snapping. 
it's like a next up mentality. Anyone can get, I was telling my, I was telling my, 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 my friends, I was like, yo, any, any, you know, anyone on the Raptors can give you 30 right now uh, on any given night, bro. Lowry might give you 30. Pascal might give you 30. Abaka might give you 30. Van Fleet might give you 30. OG's defense is insane. You know, Hollis Jefferson and I'm, uh, I'm Terrence Davis and all these guys, bro. It's like a next up mentality. Oh, one guy's injured. Okay, I'm up. I'm ready to go. Yo, Nick Nurse is one of the greatest coaches of all time. I'm telling you right now. So I just wanted to clear that up. But then I, I don't know if I made this point. No, I think, did I make this point already? Um, yeah, I think I got, got off track. So I want to say all that. So I'm going to be conflicted if the, if, if the, um, the Raptors and the Clippers uh, play. But because we're going to keep it a buck on my podcast, I'm going to tell you because everyone goes, yo, who you who you going to root for, bro? <laughs> who you going to root for? And I, I haven't really answered the question. But what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. So if the Raptors and Clippers face off, kick off, of course, I'm rooting for Toronto Raptors. Of course, baby. I want Kawhi to give us 40 every single night. Oh, yeah. And I'm just being honest. I want the Raptors to win, but I hope Kawhi gives us the work. Because that's my man. You know what I'm saying? So I'll leave that there. Um, and then I was just cir- circling back to just like, I think I, I got off track, but forgive me if, I, if I'm being redundant or repetitive. I'm freestyling. But um, <laughs> what I wanted to say is, I, was, I think I was talking about how like, um, I'm a, I'm a, so I'm a huge Kawhi Leonard fan. My brother Jay, he's like, uh, he likes Kawhi too, but he, he uh, he's got some other people that he likes. You know what I'm saying? Maybe when he sees this, he'll comment. He'll comment under. And yeah, Jay, you know when you listen to this, um, comments uh, leave, leave something in the comments about who your favorites are, because I don't want to misconstrue. You know what I mean? But um, but my other brother Jerry, he loves LeBron James. Like, he loves LeBron James. Like, I love Kawhi. So, yo, there's a little storm brewing amongst the brothers right now. Because <laughs> I even said it today. I said, yo, if the Clippers and the Lakers kick off, yo, the trash talk between me and Lil Bro is going to be unbelievable. <laughs> yo, it's going to be, it's going to make it fun. So, I need the Lake, I need the Lakers to, 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 to slap Portland because I don't want to see anybody else. As the Clippers, we don't want to see nobody else, man. We want the Lakers. So I'm root, I'm actually rooting for the Lakers because I, I, I need you. To, I need you and the Clippers to, to yo, we, yo, the Battle of LA. Ooh. Yo. That's going to be crazy. You know what I mean? But anyway, you know, I don't want to be too, too long winded today. You know, we're going to cap this off around 35 minutes. You know, it was a freestyle. I hope there was some gems in there. You know, um, I just want to say peace and love, yo, to everybody from all walks of life, you know? And um, I hope that, I just hope that this influences or inspires in some way and we're going to keep it moving. You know, every pod's going to be different, but we're always just going to keep it moving and we're always going to touch on real stuff. Yeah, I mean, all right. Well, that's the end of forever podcast, episode four. The dysfunctional death is Tizzle. Love.